This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Key deals elude farm bill negotiators. What about next year? Activists see Democratic advantage in midterms. Negotiators are meeting today amid the impasse. Congressional Farm Bill negotiators are scheduled to meet face-to-face for the first time in two weeks this morning, and it doesn't appear they've made any real progress since the last meeting. The 2014 Farm Bill expires Sunday, and House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway acknowledged last night that the negotiators have only closed out two of the 12 titles that trade and credit. Conaway also acknowledged that he remains at odds with Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts over a major issue in the commodity title that ending payments to unplanted base acres. The negotiations over SNAP work rules don't appear to have gone anywhere at all. The top Democrat on House Ag, Colin Peterson, tells AgriPulse that the negotiators haven't even gotten to the point of discussing the one area of potential compromise, making it more difficult for states to get waivers from the existing work requirements. Still, Peterson said he planned today to push his fellow Democrats to keep talking during October when the House is expected to be out of session. Conaway, for his part, said he would be in Washington during the break to continue the negotiations. Keep in mind, getting a final farm bill done in time for Congress to consider it during the lame duck session in December, that won't be easy, given the uncertainty about the outcome of the November midterms and the lack of progress so far on key issues. Peterson said there has been no discussion among House Democrats about whether they would allow the farm bill to move to the lame duck if they win control of the House in November. Roberts, don't worry about election outcome. Roberts has a message to farm groups and crop insurers who may be worried about the prospects of a Democratic Congress next year. The same four people who are trying to reach agreement on the bill now will be negotiating the farm bill in the next Congress should they fail to reach agreement this fall. Roberts said, it's the same Ford doing the same thing, except one would be minority and one would be chairman. He's referring to the fact that if Democrats win control of the House, Conaway would become the ranking member, and current ranking member Colin Peterson would become chair. Likewise with Roberts and Democrat Debbie Stabenow in the Senate. But Roberts also suggested that Peterson doesn't want to have to write a new farm bill in a Democratic House. He says, Roberts, get this thing done. Keep in mind, as chairman of House Ag, Peterson would likely have a more liberal and urban Democratic membership than he had the last time he ran the panel. And by the way, with the Farm Bill talks as a backdrop, House Republicans will focus attention on SNAP today with a hearing on fraud in the program. The witnesses will include Ann Coffey, USDA Assistant Inspector General for Investigations. For more on the Conaway-Roberts dispute over unplanted base and a look at where the NAFTA talks stand, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. House looks to avert a shutdown. The House is expected to pass a bill today that would avoid a partial shutdown and keep USDA and other departments and agencies funded through September 30th. The continuing resolution is a part of a package of bills that includes funding for the Defense Department and Departments of Labor and Health and Human Services. The Senate approved that package last month. Could Farm Bill votes sway voters? 
House Republicans have long argued that they thought their farm bill and its tougher work requirements for SNAP would be a winning issue in the midterms. But a Democratic pollster says the farm bill and other food policy votes could hurt Republicans when it comes to a key part of the Democratic base to turn out, that millennials and suburban women. There are 40 million people who voted in 2016 who normally would be unlikely to vote this year. And 25 million of those are women, the pollster Melinda Lake told reporters. Both parties will be targeting women voters in this last month. Past surveys show that messages about hunger and nutrition appeal to women, Lake said. However, she acknowledged that issues such as health care and the economy are higher on the minds of voters whom Democrats are targeting. Food Policy Action, an activist group that has been working to push progressive reforms in farm and food policy, has released its latest congressional scorecard, and it shows Democrats scoring far higher than Republicans. The scorecard covers votes over six years, including those during the last Congress on GMO labeling. U.S., Japan, and EU challenging China. China was not mentioned by name, but the country renowned for its state trading enterprises, non-tariff trade barriers, and forced technology transfer schemes came under joint fire yesterday from Japan, the U.S., and the European Union. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer, Japanese Minister of the Economy, Trade, and Industry, Hiroshige Seko, and European Commissioner for Trade, Cecilia Malmstrom, went on the sidelines of the United Nations General Assembly and released a statement criticizing China's overproduction of steel and aluminum, efforts to appropriate foreign intellectual property and other activities. The statement called the practices deplorable. Now, here's why it matters. The statement is a clear boost to the Trump administration's effort to confront China with tariffs, actions that have spurred Chinese rebukes and retaliatory tariffs. USDA tries again on cattle traceability. USDA is moving ahead with its renewed effort to improve the traceability of U.S. cattle, something the department has been struggling with since at least the George W. Bush administration. To help producers move to an electronic system, the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service says it is ending the distribution of free metal tags and instating cost-share assistance for electronic tags. The agency says it won't dictate what type of technology must be used. Here's today's He Said It. My message to them is, let's not quit. Let's keep going. That Representative Colin Peterson, a Minnesota Democrat, on the meeting today of the Farm Bill negotiators. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.